Welcome to the Freedom Chaser Six Figure Strategies Podcast. If you're an agent or an investor yet to hit six figures, this is the show for you. We take a deep dive into strategies to help you achieve the goal of six figures so that you can grow up to seven figures eventually. All right, everybody, welcome to the show. We are pumped to have Mr. Frank Montro on yet again, the king of the South Side. This guy has been crushing it for years. Um, Frank, stoked to have you on again, man. Mm -hmm. We are going to be talking mindset today. Mm -hmm. um, first off, I think we'll just kick it off mm -hmm. this way. When I asked you what to talk about, you immediately went to mindset. So why did mindset come to mind first? Because you have to have that right before you get started. I mean, if you, um, if you just, even if you have a plan and you get, you know, and you're, your, uh, you have a great action plan and you're a hard worker, you can easily sabotage yourself with the wrong mindset. See, what people don't understand is your biggest, Tim, your biggest enemy is yourself. Uh, it's not the economy. It's not your competition. Uh, it's not your friends. Um, it is, uh, it's not your enemies. It is you. And if you don't have a grasp of yourself um, of your mindset total control every as much as possible every second of the day um, you you can easily derail yourself i've seen so many successful people crash and burn and actually live out of their cars believe it or not i've seen people closing 200 transactions a year and all of a sudden uh when the market shifted they talked themselves out of uh, being successful. They did it all in mind. So Let your mind is the, is the gate. Because yeah. this is super intriguing to me. I imagine anybody that's pumping out mm -hmm. that kind of volume, they have the tenacity to figure it out, but they didn't. Um, yeah, they, so the people, that's a great point. So there's a lot of people that work hard and they may have stumbled onto some resources. So um, what they did not do is they, so this one person I was thinking of had a client was working with Fannie Mae and then they lost the account when the market crashed and they had not, they were not planning ahead. They had nothing, um, uh, you know, they had no backup plan, nothing. So consequently, you know, they basically, you know, in their mind, they gave up and they ended up living in a car. And that's not the only other person, you know, the only person I know that's done that. I've known plenty of people that started off living, you know, in a very exclusive communities, Tim, living uh, very great, you know, huge lifestyles. And then when the market change, it always happens when, you know, when the market changes or they lose their business shifts, they have no way to figure out in their mind uh, what, what to do differently, you know? So that, that's one thing about this business. What, the thing about this business is you are the CEO of your business. You don't have, unless you're on a team, we have a, a, someone else acting as the CEO and just handing you business and you're the order taker, so to speak, you know, you're the, the minder, so, so to speak. If you don't have a fine, if you don't have the finder spirit, um, you better get on a team. So that's what I recommend. You know, I recommend, let's get on that right now. Because, Tim, you know, there's a lot of agents that are stressed out, high anxiety, on on anxiety. I know a lot of agents that are on anxiety Tons medicine. And it's crazy, dude. I mean, the anxiety, the I, I don't know what, what the meds are and stuff like that. I, I don't, I don't Frank, do meds, I know but you want to get into teams. I do I'm going to dive into teams. Yeah. But let me ask you a question about pressure. Let's do it. Um, because I feel like I... I, um, I perform at my highest when I'm under the most amount of pressure. So like if I were in a position Sweet. where I had, when I was living in my oh, car, like so I would be thriving because that pressure would mm -hmm. just light a fire under my ass that I could not put out. So like, how do you think that high pressure does not turn you on? Because pressure just makes me run faster. Yeah. Because, um, well, now that's great. That's a great question because I'm at my best when I when I back when I'm backed into a corner, and so when the economy's good, I uh, I have a tendency to get lazy. So what I have to do is I have to create 
that sense of urgency in my mind. So, you know, I do that by I'm constantly through the day. She said, like, like with my team, and I'm, I want to get to the team thing, but um, I, you know, you're talking about the pressure thing is, it, it, you know, it, it's the wrong. You can look at pressure two ways. You know, the people that are lazy and want it easy, when pressure comes, they collapse. With, but the people that are, com- that are extremely competitive, when they get challenged, they rise. They're like, you know, you ain't going to beat me today, son. You know, you just saw, you, you want salesperson a month. I'm going to beat you silly. You know, see people, you know, people either they, they have that, that drive or they don't. And if you don't have that, you can create it. And so what I tell my agents, and I go over this all the time with my agents, minimum three times a day, uh, preferably five times a day, you have to reset your mind. It's almost like, you know, you go, you know, you eat breakfast. Most people eat breakfast, lunch, dinner. So they, most people eat three times a day. Some people eat two, two times. Some people eat one time. But I'm saying, look, listen, no matter what, when you do your affirmations, you need to do them with passion and you do need to do them multiple times a day. You need to remind yourself your big why, why, you know, why you're doing this, because otherwise you're like, you know, if you're working extremely hard, like I do all the time, I need to rem- constantly remind myself what, what am I doing? What am, why am I doing? Um, you know, and then I, you know, I want to also know, um, um, my, you know, I, I gotta rem- remind myself of my daily goal. So my daily goal is tied into my yearly goal. So if I'm going to make, you know, whatever the goal is numbers wise. Um, so my goal is to put one, my personal goal is to put one transaction, um, one transaction, uh, a day, there you go. deal a day that is what, the, yeah. Some guy, people call me deal a day or king of the South side. Deal so, a day. You know, and then yeah, deal a day, yet. baby. There you go. Yeah, that and then yeah, that's another one of my nicknames. Then the the third thing that I remind myself is sense of urgency. And so, um, listen, you know, Tim, think about it for a second. When do you react your at your perform at your best? When your life is in yeah. danger? When you're crossing the street, are you going to say to yourself, you know what, I'm not going to work so hard getting out of the way? I mean, I, I you know, I, I want an easier life now. You are going to move like your life depends upon it because it does. Now imagine, and I, I talked in my team meeting, I talk about this all the time to my agents. Imagine if you can create a language that makes you move with that intensity. No matter, so it, that's why I said the economy has got nothing to do with my mm-hmm. success. I don't care because if I rely on economy, when it gets good, I left my foot off the accelerator because I'm like, I don't need to work hard, you know. And I get around these people, you know, um, that, that talk the same BS, you know, and then I'm, I'm next thing I know I'm lazy. So I'm actually, when the economy is good, I'm working my butt off because I know it's going to shift and it, there's going to be a down cycle. So I'm, I'm saving my butt off, working my ass off so that when the economy is down and, and building my database and my referrals and my connections, so when the economy is down, it's not that impactful. You know, will business go down? Everybody's business goes down. Some people get obliterated. Other people, it's, you know, it, it's a slight a bump in the road. And then I'm hunting for new business, like at an incredible level. So, I mean, it's, it's yeah, to your point, though, to your point is, to your, and this is why we're talking about mindset, is why do people, why do some people just fall, collapse? It's because they train their mind to do that. You have to train your, so one of my um, affirmations actually is fuel. So whatever happens to me, I'm training myself. So whether something good comes through the door, Tim, or something bad comes to the door, I'm going to use it to push me, mm-hmm. <coughs> to elevate me. To- this is great that you're talking about fuel, man. Let me pause you for a second, because I like to put myself yes, into situations yes, intentionally where I burn the boats mm-hmm. or something along that line, where it's just like success is Love the it. only option. Right. But I mean, oftentimes it puts a lot of pressure and a lot of stress on me. Um, the way you're saying it sounds a lot better. You're like, oh, you could fuel it without necessarily having to make the burning of the boats or something of that nature. So dive deeper into that. I'm super intrigued mm-hmm. now because I love to put so, myself. <laughs> yeah, so do I. So what what I do is this. <clears throat> is anything that happens to me. I think positively, anything that happens to me, whether it's good or bad, 
if something bad, let's say a deal falls apart, I'm like, fantastic. So what I'm going to do, Tim, is I'm going to replace that deal, and I'm going to put two more in just for spite. I'm going to show this economy what I can do. I'm going to show myself what I can do. Everything that's positive is fuel. Anything come, you know, so what are we used to? We're used to, this is what the a- average does. Hey, we got a deal. Woo-hoo, let's go. Let's go knock off early. You know, we're always looking for an excuse right, to get out of the one? office. Hey, I already got my deal for the day. Um, um, I'm done. I got my deal for the month, my day, whatever your goal is. I'm out of here. I'm going to the bar. But I'm going to chill out. I'm going to get some Netflix on. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Or, oh, my God. Uh, did you see that deal fell apart? We were supposed to go to closing tomorrow. I was counting on this to pay my bills. Oh, my goodness. You know, so it's it's all negative, negative, negative. You need to... You, I, I look at everything with a positive outcome. I have to train myself every morning too to tell myself that everything has a positive outcome. There's a po- yeah. I, if I look at just the deal coming through the door, a deal fell apart. Okay, number one, can I fix it? In a lot of deals, I can fix because I've trained my mind and 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 with the knowledge of how to fix deals, and I know how to I know how to correct a lot of things. A lot of mortgage companies can't do things that other mortgage companies do. I take them to a different mortgage company, we get the deal done. I can't tell you how many deals I've saved. Unreal. So um, everything is positive, positive, positive. I have to force feed myself. I have to use everything. Look, we've been taught. Here's the lie, Tim. The lie is that we're supposed to, um, is that our, our happiness, our excitement has to be tied into the results. What my excitement and my happiness is it tied into my activity. Yes. And me, did I did I look at the end of the day? So what is my so what is success to me? Success is did I uh did I hit my goals? Did I do the right activities to hit my goals? Did did I control my mind through the day? When I got off track, and I always do because we have so many distractions. So it's we we know we're gonna get off track. That's just we accept that fact. The question is, how fast do I get back on track? And, and how good am I at, at shutting down the negative thoughts that live that run through my mind? If it, How distracted do I get by internal thoughts? How distracted do I get by the external? So the game, it's easy to see the external coming you know, at you and, and see the results. You don't real the, the tough part, the dangerous part is your mind. Because it has a tactical advantage, because it knows when I'm tired. Yeah, no it knows when I'm like, I'm starting to walk with a limp because I'm tired. I'm like, oh man, my leg hurt. You know, you know, whatever. You know, mind, the, uh, mind I, 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 I didn't get enough sleep last night. My mind's like, okay. My mind goes, let's get the committee in full speed. We're going to, uh, um, you know, we're going to uh, uh, get hit Frank with every negative thought we can. You know, because there's some days where you're like, man. Why am I getting so many negative thoughts? It's because I'm getting tested. I'm like, yeah, baby, bring it, man. Satan, bring as many thoughts as you got because I'm using it as fuel. Bring that stuff, baby, because I'm gonna everything you bring. I'm gonna I'm gonna look at the positive side. But see, yeah, what what what's the problem, Tim? What is the problem? We've been trained to do the opposite. Oh man, oh man, oh no, 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 no. This deal's falling apart. No, I need this money. I was going to use it to go away for the weekend. Now I can't go. Oh, great. My life is ruined because I don't, this deal didn't really, Whatever, just I mean, but one. that's really, we've been trained, dude. It's the big lie. And once we retrain our mind, this is how powerful our minds create our success. Our minds create our happiness, not the outside. Uh, the world has it wrong. Oh, you know, you got to, you know, have these fancy clothes, this, this hot rod car, this big house. And, and I know plenty of people have all that stuff and they're absolutely miserable, you know, and, and they're they're just living a, a, a life of misery because they haven't learned that this is an inside out game. This is not an outside in game. Let, let me pause it doesn't for matter. a second just because I want to yes. just kind of tie everything you're saying together into a bow. Um, success is internal. Without question, I've interviewed almost 200 people right now that are super successful. Mm-hmm. Every one of them would tell you that success is internal. You're not going to find it from anything external. You're not going to find fulfillment anywhere external. There's only two things in life. There's winning and learning. There's no such thing as failure. There's no such thing as anything going wrong. Like you said, everything is positive. Mm -hmm. You're either learning or you're winning. 
Um, and negative thoughts, negative thoughts come, man, but they're just brainwave patterns. Uh, my favorite way to look at it is um, one of my doctors told me this. It's like, just imagine you're at a train station and your thoughts of trains going by. Just because the thought's there doesn't mean you need to get on the train. Mm -hmm. Well, I love that. So keep going, brother. Um, I just wanted to, oh. I love it. I, I, you kind of brought up a question though, um, because this is something I struggled with mm -hmm. because I was always go, 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 go. I never celebrated. Do you celebrate, mm -hmm. Frank? All the time, man. So, um, especially the end of the day. So I, I review my day and, um, so what my goal is to be true to myself. And, um, at the end of the day, every day, um, I will, when I, um, when I, uh, finish the day and I realize that I did my best, you know, it, it's never perfect. I'm not a robot. I did my best to, to focus my mind on my highest ROI activities and relentlessly stay in the moment. The key, the key is to stay in the moment and work on the activity that's going to get you the highest return and, and, and provide excessive value to others. That is the key. That is the key to life. If you do that, you're going to be wildly successful. Um, if you're, if you're there, man, you know, but please, please God, I need to steal the workout. You know, relying on, you know, or, um, Oh, Oh, um, you know, there's another thing too, um, with, with people, you know, is we get so strong at home, I hope this person likes me. I, 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 I'm going to, you know, bend my, uh, uh, my morals or my, uh, my goals to make this person like me. I'm going to be, I'm not going to tell them who I really am or whatever. Uh, that's a mistake. Yeah. A lot of people, a lot of people ha uh, will compromise their character to get people to like them. And, and the key is it's people, places, and things have nothing to do with your success. And if you can't be true to yourself, then you're a failure. So at the end of the day, I look back and I'm like, was I true to myself? Because can't, you know, the, the question is, you know, at the end of the day, can you look in your mirror and say, I can trust my, I can trust me. I can trust me to, 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 to deliver. Yeah. You know, to, to be honest with people, to, to be forthcoming, to, to stay in the moment, to focus on high, that, that. Yeah. I mean, I celebrate every day, bro. I was gonna say, I'm uh, like, thank you father for, this wisdom and thank you for, um, you know, I'm, I'm grateful that I got through this day. Thank you for, you know, I, I celebrate every morning when I wake up. Wow. You open up my two eyes, man. Thank you. You know, and I, and I, and I live my affirmations. I, I literally put my hands up here. I make sure I smile. I make sure I look at God and I look him straight in the eye and tell him, thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for this gift. And I'm not going to let you down. And I'm going to be true to myself and true to you. And, and yes, Every morning and every day I celebrate. I don't celebrate. Look, I don't need trophies, awards, all that stuff. That isn't what gets me going. What gets me going is the grind. I celebrate the activity. I celebrate controlling my thoughts. I celebrate staying in the moment. That is success. Who cares about some trophy? Yeah. I got I got trophies sitting in my basement collecting dust. I, I, I'll probably never look at them again the rest of my life. And I, I don't want to, you know. I remember one time I Tim I I showed up for an awards ceremony. I was and I was getting like I think it was with Keller Williams, I was getting like eight different awards and um I couldn't get out of the car. I had like no desire to get out of the car. Finally I got out probably. like after twenty minutes. What's that? So you probably had shit to do. Well, yeah, that, and then I was like, I wasn't motivated to go. I'm like, I really don't want to be here. I don't want to do this. I'm not an awards guy. It doesn't mean anything. You know, all these other people, you know, hey, when the first time I got some trophies, yeah, that was cool. Then after that, it's like, it doesn't mean anything to me mm -hmm. because I'd rather help somebody. I'd rather see a tear come down from a buyer's eye because they know that I put them in a better place. I'd rather help a investor, you know, uh, you know, create a, a, a beautiful home, a beautiful space for someone else, and then put money in his pocket so he's feeding his kids and hit his goals. And then see uh, gratitude in his eyes. That turns me on, bro. That gets my engines going. But just to get some, having a walk up on a stage and getting an award, and then, you know, and every, and it's just kind of the whole atmosphere is kind of artificial. 
you know, it, it, it's, you know, there's now, it just doesn't work for me, bro. Mm -hmm. Um, that is not my, that's not my, uh, uh, my, my jam, bro. It just ain't man. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to reiterate a couple things you said again. Um, so first mm -hmm. off, man, Frank Montro is driven by fulfillment and passion. He's not driven by profits and mm -hmm. you're, you're driven to help people, which I just love. Totally. Um, totally. You said something so important. You said, if you're not true to yourself, you're a failure. And, mm -hmm. and, and that was one of the most powerful things I've ever heard because it is so true. Um, you're not going to find the success in life that you want if you're not authentic. Um, if you're trying to throw a mask on to please other people, ultimately, you're not going to please anybody and you're going to be disappointed love that motherfucker in the mirror when you at them, right? Love um, it, love it. Not yeah. only are you disappointing other people, but you're disappointing yourself. So that was brilliant. And first off, and, and last off, the fact that you just celebrate waking up every day and, and finishing mm -hmm. your day, like that was an eye-opener for me because I don't celebrate enough. And hey, you're right, man. The fact that I'm here every day, bro. The fact that I'm every here day is enough to celebrate. So I'm right, right on, man. It's a gift. Great. I love it. So, um, you know, in getting to the back to the beginning of the day. So when I wake up, I celebrate, look up to God, thank Him for for opening my two eyes, thank Him for giving me the opportunity, and then I go through four more things that I'm going to be grateful for because that gets me going. So, you know, usually it's family, you know, something to do with finances, car, you know, uh, transportation, uh, my team. I mean, just I, I'll pick something randomly that I have. And I, then I think about it and appreciate what I have. And then I realize, man, I really got a lot going on, man. I can't really, you know, when those negative thoughts flash through my mind, I, uh, th that's like, yeah, keep going, man, you know, keep going, you know. So, I mean, it's like. Um, it is, um, we, I, I think the, one of the most important things too, is people have a tendency to freak out and not realize what they have and how great their life really is and how much better it is than they think it is. And unless you do, uh, it's almost like an accounting accountability in the morning, uh, of what I have, you know, and it's easy. Our minds are, I don't, you know, the weird thing is this. Why can't our minds be on autopilot for positive? It's 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 just because our minds are protecting us. So when they're going, when they're the negative thing is for them, for us to, to pull us back from change and, and to get into a cocoon. So that's why our minds are, are 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 bent toward negative thoughts. They don't want us to change. Our minds don't want our minds want to protect us. So um, the in the process is they're introducing negative thoughts to us. And, and what our mind doesn't realize is it's those negative thoughts that make us even worse. So there's still our minds, you know, you know, it's like a uh, note to mind, shut the hell up because you're doing more damage than you are good, man. I know what you're trying to do. Appreciate you, brother, sister, whatever you are up there, but shut the fuck up. Okay. So, you know, I mean, um, that's why you have to self-manage. You have to tell yourself who you are. You, you become who you want to become. You become, you know, another thing too is, you know, I tell my agents all the time is you need to do a, um, you know, an accounting of your, what you say and what you do. Take one day a quarter and pay attention to what you're saying to yourself in your mind. You know, I mean, I, I hear a lot of people talking, they're like, dummy, why'd you do that? Why would you ever say that to yourself? You never say that to somebody else. You know, um, you never say, I never say that to my admins, to my family, to to any uh, workers, uh, to anyone. Why, why would I say that to myself? So we're so hard on ourselves. We're so mean to ourselves. We don't even realize it though. You're like, whoa, I didn't even realize I, I was such a bitch to myself. You know, and so mm -hmm. uh, the counting, the quarterly accounting, you kind of like, you, you, cause see the mind is like, oh, you know, do your, yeah, go ahead, do your counting right now. And then the, the, the committee will say, we'll get them. We're gonna wear them down, we'll get them. And then, you know, then sooner or later, you kind of go back, you go back to comfort. You go back to comfort, comfort thinking, which is um, discouraging yourself from doing anything bigger, better, discourage yourself from thinking bigger, getting back into the, the really real poison. The, po the poison is the specific thoughts. Fear is fear, ego, anger, 
Um, those are our poisonous thoughts, absolutely poison. We would never, if I gave you a, um, a, 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 a glass of, of, of poison cyanide, and if you drank it, you'd kill yourself on the spot. You would never, ever, Tim, in your wildest dreams, you know, you slap it out of my hands. But yet you would have, you know, you and I would have no problem, you know, uh, questioning, doubting, uh, fear. You know, it, it's, it's part of our system. We've been trained that way. And we're around other people that live in fear. And what we yet, yet what I train myself, every time I catch myself, I said, why are, well, I asked myself a question, why am I serving Satan? And then, you know, uh, you know, when, if I, if I used to tell myself, hey, you know, you're, you're kind of scared. I'm like, yeah, okay, good, good. Hey, it's human. Hey, what are you going to do, right? But if I say, hey, you're serving Satan, I'm like, well, yeah, that ain't going to happen again. You know, <laughs> so we quit that yeah, out. We ain't serving Satan, man. You got to frame so, it in um, a way that, that makes you. You know, you, yeah. the language, yeah, the language is a stopper. You know, but if I say, hey, man, I lost my cool, what are you going to do? You know, hey, that's I'm an Italian, I'm this and that, I'm a hothead. You know, no, that's not acceptable. You know, I'm serving Satan. Okay, I need to control that better. Uh, I need to get, I get to get a grip on that. Uh, I have, that's not, that's an excuse, you know, that I'm a Italian or I'm German or whatever, I'm a hothead. That is merely uh, that I'm lying to myself. So the problem is that we lie to ourselves on a continued basis. We tell ourselves a narrative to protect ourselves. We don't even realize that we're lulling ourselves out of greatness. We don't, and we're around other people. I'm like, well, everybody else thinks that way. Everybody else thinks, you know, so that's got to, you know, uh, these people seem to be pretty successful in the office. That's the way they talk. So why can't I talk, you know? So, I mean, it, you got to, no, no, you have to, I, I've learned, I've learned I have to manage my thoughts and I have to do it nonstop. And it has to be, mo Here, here's the thing, you know, people go, hey, man, win the day, win the day, man, win the month, win the week. No, 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 no. No, that's that's another dangerous uh, prescription. Win the day, win the second, win the because when the be when you have to, you're in the now, man. The day is what, we, what time is it? Uh, Four forty. We got another six hours or whatever till midnight, seven hours, dude. I mean, win the day. I mean, a lot a lot of things can go wrong. You know, that's not that's not a good enough deadline. The deadline is every second. It's every second that keeps me focused. If if I say you know, oh I'll I'll do it in two hours, you know um um I'm likely going to do it at, at at the at the you know at the the last second in the two hours. If I tell myself I got to do it in five minutes, return the call in five minutes, I'm going to do it within five minutes. If I tell myself I got to do return the call right now, I'm going to do it right now. My deadline is right now. So you know it's the dead. The other thing too is I tell my agents. If you don't put deadlines down, it'll never happen yep. because we're so we're so busy. Parkinson's principle, Once man. You, you, the shorter the deadline, the quicker yeah. it is that you get it done, man. It's it's a proven concept. Man, I mean, do it now, man. Do it no. right now. And here, the other thing too is do the hard stuff. So oh, I'm afraid to call this person, and then I call the person. I'm like, what, what? What was I afraid for, man? They were excited that I called them. They were, man. Oh, it's such a relief. I thought I didn't think you're calling me back. Thank you for calling me back. You know, it, yeah, dude. I mean, it's it's um, um, it, it, it's it's relevant, man. It, it's relevant to uh, to live in the now. I mean, the key is living in the now is is guarantees your your opportunity for success. I mean that that is that is non-negotiable. That is an absolute must. You know, if you're not living in the now and putting pressure on yourself um, uh, to to perform. Uh, you're you're just not gonna you're not gonna be at your best, you know. You're not gonna do, you're not gonna perform at your highest level. Period. Period. I, I, I love this, Frank. I just wrote down win the second, win the moment. Far better mm -hmm. than carpe diem, right? I'm gonna find the Latin way to say that. Win the day. You're gonna yeah, wait to 11:59. Okay, now I'll call the guy. I'm, I'm gonna figure win out the second. I gotta call the guy right now. Win the second. That might be a cool phrase. Like screw carpe yeah. diem. Win the day is not good yeah. enough. We need to win the second. Carpe second. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carpe second. Whatever the hell it is. Whatever. Well, I don't know what second is in in, in, uh, in uh, Latin. So whatever. Look it up, and I'm gonna send it to you. Yeah, look it up, bro. Look look up second in, in Latin. Um, so. Dude, we need to get into teams, but I, I want to ask you a question about ego. Yeah, yeah, sure, uh, sure. Ego first, because um, I remember when mm -hmm. I started doing really well. 
I was just like, boom, I'm going to start this empire. I'm going to wholesale across the country. I'm going to do so many amazing things. I'm going to conquer the world. Um, And what I found out is like, there's no fulfillment in that at all. Like that is a, that is a wasted goal. It is a wasted premise, or at least for me, it was. Um, I found the removal of ego to be one of the most important things. It's like you switch that on its head. Instead of me conquering the world, what if I just help other people conquer the world? I love it, man. I love it. And think about this. Why are you in existence? What is your big why? My uh, Christ woke me up this morning. I'm here to serve him. I'm here to, he has given me, look, I, I'm, look at this. I, I didn't put this together. Christ, God put this together. I am a weapon for change. I have, it is my responsibility to give back to him. It is my responsibility to help others uh, become great. It's my responsibility to take care of my family. This is way bigger than me, man. This is, this is God. Uh, This is family. I mean, this, this is when I deal with a buyer and seller, it is a huge responsibility. I'm affecting their life. I mean, this is, I mean, everybody's like, Hey, paycheck. Pay. I remember I was at a closing. I remember I dealt with an agent once, and um, she sold one of my listings, and I couldn't reach her through the entire deal. Uh, it was just awful communication. Um, and then um, we went to the closing. She shows up 45 minutes late, opens the door. Hi, everybody. I'm so and so. And you know the attorneys were just you know were just trashing her because. Uh, because she was, she, nobody, she didn't communicate with anybody. Attorneys were really mad at her. And so, um, she goes, I'll tell you what, I'm going to be in the lobby. She goes, um, just let me know when my check's ready. And then she closed the door and the buyer across the street said, look, the buyer across the table, really the buyer across the table from me, who is, she was representing, looked at me. She goes, I'm looking for a new agent. You're hired. And the whole room just belly laughed. You know, so, um, yeah, but, you know, it's there's somebody that's just there in for the money. And talk about, I mean, I don't know how, if I was just in it for the money, I, I don't know how I would survive with the intensity. And all. I mean, I love what I do. I love helping people. Um, uh, everything just makes me go faster because everything is fueled to make me go faster. It, it, it it's it's the way you look at what you're you know it a lot of people don't even realize what they're doing a lot of people oh man i gotta go you know you know and then there's other people they're like you know what i do man so yeah i mean you you know hey i'm a waitress at this restaurant and i, I get to bring this incredible experience to these these people i bring joy i bring this incredible food i i, I turn the i see people come in and they're 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 kind of like half awake and half happy half sad and when they leave I, I give them such an incredible experience you know they're like yeah i'm you know i'm just a waitress man i just try to get as much money as i can get you know it, it, it's perception is reality man and it you can you can decide what kind of life you want to live why is mindset important because it is our connection to god it is our connection to jesus christ it is what brings us alive it's if we control our minds and we understand that we were here that the power how powerful we are we are how how great we are god god created us perfectly in his eyes to keep people understand well yeah oh look this figure is short this figure is quick you know you're perfect in god's eyes shut up and so um when you just realize that, thank you for making me perfect in your eyes, Father. And what do you have? Well, what do you want me to do today? You know, where, show me how I can help somebody. Yeah, you know, I always pray. You know, show, bring me a challenge where I can help somebody make somebody's life better. I don't want easy, man. I want hard. It's way yeah. more fun always to have cha- challenge. Challenge is life. Man, I, oh my goodness, dude. I mean, I don't want to sit in a in a. Um, in a, in a chair all day and sip on margaritas. And I hear people say, that's my ultimate goal. Boring as I'm like, wow, that's boring. Like, I could barely yeah, do that so for I'm a week. Doing, I, if I was doing man, that for just, a week, I'd be itching to get back to work. Um, man, dude, Frank, talk, tell me about it. Um, your passion and your love for helping people is just so clear to me. And, and I need to circle back because you wanted to get into joining a team. 
Um, mm-hmm. I could tell you, like, I wish I met Frank Montro four years ago. I'd probably be even further than where I am now. But, like, let's talk about the team. Like, why should agents be on a team if they don't have that drive themselves? And, like, let's talk yeah. about you and yeah. your team because you wanted to talk about that earlier. Sure. I need to make sure to get that in here. Okay, sure. So, first and foremost, like, I met a new guy that just joined Keller today. And so he goes, I'm not sure what I want to do. I, I said, oh, well, well, time out. I said, who are you? And he goes, well, my name is so-and-so. I'm like, no, 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 no. Who are you? You don't know. You're going to take a personality test. So I told him, go take the Tony Robbins um, disc test. If you're high D, you're, you need to primarily work with sellers. If you're high I, you need to primarily work with, uh, with buyers. I mean, that's just a, a, a basic rule of thumb. And then take the KPA, which is the Keller Williams personality assessment, which will tell you. They, they could do a complete breakdown, but where specifically you would fit. Some people are, you know, I've had agents take tests and they're better off being admins. And when I got done, we go and get down through the KPA. They're like, yeah, you're right, man. This is definitely me. So you, first and foremost is God wired you a certain way. Find out how you are, what you are. Don't go, don't say, hey, I want to do this because I want to make a lot of money. No, find out who you are and say, okay, you know what? I want to be a buyer's agent because this is how I'm personally wired. This is how God made me. And this is what I'm going to really enjoy. I won't burn out as fast. I mean, if I don't do all the right things, I can burn out even, even if I'm in the right lane. But if I, if for me to be, if I'm in the wrong lane, I'm going to be miserable. It doesn't matter if I do all the right things. I'm, I'm not going to be as fulfilled um, because my joy comes from, um, oops, I got a second. Sorry about that. Uh, says low battery. My joy comes from um, from me doing what I'm supposed to be doing, what I'm wired to do. And so it's it's. I always tell agents it's your responsibility to find out who you are. I can help you and look at these uh, tests, but you need to do this first. Then, second of all, um, if you need to uh, to make it through good times and bad times, you have to have that finder mechanism. And if you don't have that, if you don't enjoy hunting. If you don't enjoy getting to your war, I love putting my war paint on and going to war every day. And that's what I do. That's why I can bring business in. Some people aren't wired that way. So if you're not wired that way, here's here's where the fuller is. Here's where you get pump fake. When business is good, you think I'm a badass. I can do it. I'm I'm the man. I'm the woman. I'm the whatever. Okay. Then when the when the tide goes out. And the, the business, all this business falling off the trees is gone. You're exposed and you can no longer do it on your own. If you're in that situation before you decide to throw in a towel and just grab any job, examine a team and and look for a team with a strong finder, a team that's going to bring you business because you may be better off. You may be that person that's good on, on the minding end. You may be good at, you know, going on the appointments, doing the paperwork, doing all that stuff. That that may be what you excel at. Because if you don't go out and find and find business, it may be because you just don't just don't enjoy doing it. And you're not wired you don't enjoy doing it because you're not wired to do it. So don't do it, you know. You're not you, you want to force yourself to be miserable for 20, 30, 40 years, however long, you know, long you're going to work or do you want to do what you love to do? And have your life fly by you and have you have you enjoy the heck out of your life. So by all means, figure out what you are. Now, if you're a finder and this is an opportunity where there's a ton of minders that are that are looking for a team, find a minder, you know, find a minder and, and get them to join your team. Pair up finders, find minders, minders, find finders. And and so, you know, my team, I'm one of the strongest finders in the Midwest. And um, I'm always looking for minders. I just hired this amazing guy today. And he's actually got a, a little bit of both on him, too. He's also a finder, which is, um, you know, which is great. But uh, to have somebody with both. But either way, um, just, uh, you know, fi- minders are, yeah. Mr. Montro. Um, I understand what mm-hmm. you're saying with a finder and a minder. But for anybody listening mm-hmm. that might not get what you mean, what do you mean exactly? Okay. So a finder is a person that absolutely loves. They, they have no fear. They love talking to strangers. They love 
it's in their blood to um, to um, invite people to approach people to engage with them to to uh, to, to get business. Uh, I'm in. I was in. I took my one of my agents out to uh, Clean Eats today, a restaurant in or- or- Oriental Park. Really great spot, healthy food. Uh, next thing I know, I- I'm just automatically talking to this lady, and t- you know. Then next thing I know, they're her. Uh, she's looking for a church in the inner city, and I'm like, you got the king of the south side, baby. You know. So I mean, but I mean, I a total stranger, and I just I was mixing it up with her because I, you know, I was buying these. Uh, 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 part of my food was uh, these little, uh, it's like uh, peanut butter, uh, peanut butter balls. They're just absolutely amazing with stevia in it and stuff. So I, I offered one to her. I said, "Hey, you got to try this." You know, I just like I just I don't even know what she is, man. I have no idea. She, I just want to help. You know, just my it's my personality. Next thing I know, we're talking real estate. You know, and that's what a finder does. A minder keeps their mouth shut because they don't like to talk to strangers. It's not. It's not natural. It's they would have to force. I oh, I got to oh man, I don't want to cold call. I don't want to door knock. I don't want to talk to people. You know, um, I, I don't unless I know them. I, I don't like talking to strangers. A minder is like, hey, you know what? Um, I love showing houses. I just absolutely love showing houses, man, and watching the excitement of people. That is a minder. So a minder loves that type of activity. You know, where they, everything is already set. They don't need to go develop the business. They just need to mine the business. The the finder has to go develop it. Has hence the term finder, and they need to go hunt and bring it in, man. Because I was thinking a different way. I was thinking like a finder Ah. was like a more aggressive, um, cold call type of salesperson, and I was thinking a minder was like a marketing type of person, Um, because you could succeed either way. Um, totally. like I lean heavier on marketing, but I could sell people. Um, so, but I mean, by your definition, I am definitely a finder. Um, keep going, brother. Agreed. Sorry for, um, Agreed. <laughs> sorry for interrupting you. Um, I'm glad I asked cause I was, I was going in a different direction. No, well, I'm glad you did too. I'm glad we got that cleared up. Well, cool. Um, this question I think is going to blow your mind. It's going to make you think at least it's like, we used to ask okay. people like, if you could keep your skills or your business or your network, what would you pick? And like the top 10%, they all picked the network. So we had to make it harder. We had to make it harder. So I'm going to mm-hmm. give you a really difficult one, Frank. If you could keep okay. your self-awareness or your network, what would it be? We're going back to 20-year-old Frank. You get your self-awareness or your network. Uh, self-awareness because I'll, I'll go get my, I can replace my network. So I'll, I'll go, you know, I, I want my, I want to be who I am. Let you can, I, I can lose, uh, I can lose every client today and within two weeks. I'll be back and up and running because I am a beast. I have this. Now, if you take away who I am, then, you know, no. Yeah. I, th- I think who I is, is who I is. baby. <laughs> I think that's a clear answer as Don't well. Mess. But, yeah, don't no. mess with a Mona Lisa, baby. What do you think about the original question? You keep your business, you keep your skills, or you keep your network. What would you pick? Oh, uh, definitely my skills. Really? Because I, I don't want to. Yes, because I can rebuild a network overnight. Okay. I have. I'll get on a phone. Look, I mean, if you take away my now, when we, if you're saying skills as something inherently or skills that I've learned, that's, now that's different. Oh, skill. Oh, I, that's that's easy. That's easily replaced. The network is the correct answer. But if 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 you're talking about my skill, like my inherent abilities, not that. Don't touch that. Oh, yeah. That would be priority one. Um, the skills that you um, network would be priority yeah. two, and then everything else is below that. Matt, you get what you're born with. I'm talking about the ones that you've learned. So. Oh no, man, that's easy, man. I could le- relearn exactly. Uh, relearn everything in a week. So that's yeah. exactly. I'm in agreement with you. Self awareness would be mine, and, and network would be the other one for me. So we're in total agreement there. I love this. Mm-hmm. Um, here's another question. I'm just intrigued by your answer here because I I find one of my biggest weaknesses um, is boredom. Like I get good at something, and once I do it enough mm-hmm. times, like. You know, I just don't get that dopamine hit anymore. Do you struggle with boredom at all? None whatsoever. Okay, what would you say to somebody? And the re- 
or how do you not? So um, you have you you absolutely have to have a plan to grow. So where I yeah, if I'm doing the same thing all the time, yeah, I'm gonna get bored. Absolutely, you know, I, I have to challenge myself. So the deal is if 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 you're not backing yourself in the corner from external, you need to back yourself in the corner internally. So you need to be adding pressure. You need to be figuring out where can I grow? What can I do? Be around, be around, um, change your friends, get pressure from a new set of friends. That it get that brings you alive. So you need to figure out how to get you alive. You do that by getting better friends, changing friends. You get that by by creating a plan to grow. So where else I got this and what else can I do? You know, what, you know, where else can I, should I be an investor? Should I be, should I flip? Should I do the birth system? Uh, should, are there other things I can do with wholesale? Should I do the Pace Morby system? Should I do that? You know, the, uh, what, uh, you know, the, all these other systems. So, you know, you, you've got to, uh, if you, if you don't grow with your business model, you're going to burn out, man. You know, and you're, it's just going to be, or if you take your current business model, um, uh, podcasting, uh, let's say you love podcasting. What I study other models. What are they doing? How can I improve? You know, who else can I, you know, challenge yourself to grow? You're not, if you don't challenge yourself to grow, you will burn out. You're not going to get, hand, that's not going to be handed to you on a silver platter. You have to constantly t- pushing yourself, push, 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 push. I got to pause you, man, because uh, your answer was perfect. Um, that was my cure for boredom. It used to be something I, I had a real struggle with. I'd be like, boom, I figured out how to wholesale, figured out how to flip, boom, figured out how to sell houses, easy. My cure for boredom was getting better friends and growing um, Love all, it. through this podcast, largely. Love it. Because um, it's like, I can't get bored Love now. I'm it, hanging yeah. out with people like you every day. Like, how could I be yeah, bored? It. Um, it's impossible. Absolutely. It is impossible. Um, so let's dive a little bit deeper into the team, man. Um, so- okay. You were talking about personality fit before, and I think that's so important. Mm-hmm. Um, how does somebody know that they're not doing the right thing? Because I think one of the biggest flaws with those tests that you mentioned is a lot mm-hmm. of people lack the self-awareness to actually score correctly. So, like, do you think they need some sort of external I, person that might be able to push? Them? Yeah, you need to have you need to have somebody there to review it with them so they can't just go look at it on their own and go up to a mountain and have like a moses you know experience that come down with their hair is gray and all that stuff they need to have somebody that that's that's read that knows how to read these things and tell them you know look you're actually in the wrong spot here you need to do this instead of that so yes absolutely uh if you're doing it for your first time you have no clue you need uh to complete it that's a great question so to complete your your um, uh, both of your personality tests, you have an uh, an expert or or someone at least that's looked at a at quite a few and knows you know who's going to be successful. Now, hey, I've seen this personality before. I know for a fact that you know that this particular setup is going to kill it as a buyer's agent or kill it as a seller's agent. You know, because everybody's a little bit different. So yeah, that's a great actually. A great question. I should have added that in. That's thank you for the, so I can get. Yeah, that's very, very great. Very good question. Yeah, I can tell you. Um, it's also something that never ends too. Like the self awareness journey. Like you still find stuff no matter what. As long as you keep looking, as long as you keep looking, you're gonna find blind spots every month, every week, every mm-hmm. year, and then you're gonna find yeah. things to improve. Right. I love it. Yeah, totally. Totally. I love it. So, you know, then once you figure out what you're going to do, you know, then um, you need to find a team that, you know, you have to find, you know, a team. You have to be able to really interview the entire team. If I was coming on a team, I would want to know everybody on the team. Am I am I going to get along with everybody? And, and the team also should be part of the hire. So the team should tell me, hey, this guy is great. You know, we need him. His energy is fantastic. Her energy is fantastic. So, um, you know, there has to be a, like a family feel, you know, where you can, you, yes, we are competitive, but yes, we're also family, man. In other words, we, we have to help each other. 
I'll treat our, each other like we're family. I got. I'm stuck on something. I know how to fix that. Let me tell you what you need to do. You know that that's the. You know you wanna you wanna have that synergism, that energy that propels you forward. We hey, I'm excited to be on this team. It's just not all. Now nah, we're competitive. We're gonna drive each other from a competitive point of view, but we're also gonna hold each other up. You know if if we're if we're if we get knocked down, we're help we're gonna help the person get up. So that's important is the energy. Um, so, you know, when you, I, I say when you look at a team, um, you know, whether you're a finder or minder, do they, do they fit, do, does that other, if you're a minder, is the finder going to be able to help you grow your business? You know, it, are, are they going to be able to help you, show you, are they going to give you deals to make up for the fact that you're not a minder? If you're a finder, you know, are they going to, do they have the support in, in, in place? Like I have three admins in place for social media and for for minding the transactions from from start to finish. So um, I I want my agents to be working on only the high our highest ROI activities. So uh, support is important. Um, energy uh, is important. Uh, providing uh, deals is important. Um, providing leads is important on a team. Uh, training is important. Um, so, you, you know, you, they've got me, they've got 40 years of experience uh, coming at them. Um, so you got a taste of, you know, in, in this, what I'm about. So imagine what, you know, once a week for an hour, they get, they get to listen to me. And, uh, and I, I pour, and then when they have a situation, look, I, I'm a top 1% producer, man. I know I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fixer. I'm a solver of, of problems. I know how to fix, you know, everything. And I, and I'm driven to learn and to stay on top. I learned about a new program today. I'm constantly learning. And, and, and you, need, you need a leader also on there. You need to trust and believe in your leader. Um, and, and you need a leader that's a visionary. There's a lot of le- people that start a team out of greed. Yeah. And out just because they want to make money off the agents. And they have no plan. They have no vision. Um, you know, the vision is critical, man. Why? What is this team doing? What is our goal? You know, our, our goal as a team is, is is to provide so much excessive value that we're going to create generational wealth, whether it's a buyer, seller, investor, whatever. That's what we do. And when we get together as a team, we we move forward as a team, learning, growing, um, helping each other to help others get this generational wealth. I mean, it's just so much fun. You need, you know, a lot of teams are dead um, they're worthless. They have uh, their so-called leader. It's just a money grabber. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's a joke. Majority of the teams are a joke, and people get greedy and like, I'm just going to start a team. You know, you you first of all, you know, what is your you know, ask yourself, what is your leader? You know, who are they? Well, they closed five deals last year. That's who you're going to let lead you. You know, that's that's insane, man. What 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 kind of Production numbers does your leader have? What value do they have? What kind of leadership do they have? You know, do will will their can you will their energy propel you? Will their knowledge propel you? Those are things that you look for. You know, and I, I've had people come on my team that are epic failures because you know why? At the end of the day, it all boils down to hard work. And if you're not, yeah, and mindset. If you're not willing to to guard your mind and work hard, then you're in the wrong place. And you're you're not welcome on my team because you'll eventually leave. I had somebody leave today and it was a mutual, you know, I, I can't help somebody that doesn't want to help themselves. Yeah. I can't keep doing, I can't keep spending time with somebody if they're not willing to do the work, yeah. you know? And if they have these excuses and this victim, you know, that, no, bye. <laughs> no kidding, man. Um, I'm going to have to retap something else you said there. You said, let me solve problems. I think ultimately the bigger, the bigger problems you could solve, the more you're going to get paid. I mean, it's really that simple. Totally, like, man. Totally. Is, when I meet with a seller now, I don't even have an agenda um, because I'm like, I could do seller financing. I could buy cash. I could sell it for you on a market. And I just, I'm just like, hey, what are your problems? And then I just tell them how I could solve their problem. Um, and the, I feel like the more I detach from a sales process and consider myself a problem solver, the easier life gets. Absolutely, man. I mean, that's really where you become talented through knowledge and learning, uh, like uh, um, just a, a slice of the pie. I'm an expert at, at, at rebuttaling appraisals. 
for example, this is give you one example. Um, FHA has this rule. Like 99.9% of people don't know this, even loan officers. Uh, so, okay, so everybody knows if you buy a flip and it's X amount of dollars over the price of when you bought it, you have to, uh, you have to wait 90 days to resell it. And then uh, between 90 and 180 days, if you resell it, you have to have two appraisals. So if the first, let's say for example, the first appraisal comes in at 200 and then the second appraisal comes in exactly 5% less. There's an, uh, there's a FHA directive that states you have to take the highest, uh, the highest offer. It's 5% or less than the first uh, appraisal. You absolutely have to take the, the, you have to, it's not a, you get to decide or maybe, you know, you are required to take the highest one. A lot of, um, yeah, a second. A lot of people are not aware of that. In loan, I've had loan officers just tee off on me. Because, you know, we need to sign this adjustment. I'm like, no, run this uh, directive up to your, your underwriter. I've won every time, every time, Tim. So, um, I mean, it's, um, it's that kind of information that makes problem solving fun. It's that hard work, that grind, continually learning that makes it fun. And um, that's where I get a lot of, you know, how do I get a fulfillment? I'm constantly learning and knowing more than everybody else. That's my goal. That is beautiful. Um, so to work with Frank Montreux, you said you sit down with all your agents one hour a week. That's brilliant. Yeah, if 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 they desire, you know, if they want. So I, I work with a team an hour a week and I, you know, and, and the, the full-time top producers, I will work with, sit with them for an hour a week. I do also have, you know, if they're part-time, it depends on their, you know, their engagement in the business as far as what I will, you know, how much time I will spend with them. My top guys, they have, they have my ear whenever they need it. So um, it, it all boils down to, uh, with agents coming on the team is, uh, is their commitment and what are they willing to do? So I always ask, you know, what are you willing to do? And they're like, if they start off, well, I'm sure as heck ain't going to work my butt off. Well, you're in the wrong place. You know, we can keep the conversation real short because you need to be willing to sacrifice. We don't have a nine to five job where you can coast through the life and, and, and make your salary. You have to work your butt off in this business to make, you know, to make, to make a decent buck. And, um, and controlling your mind is part of the process, but you have to also work hard. And if you don't have those things on your plate and you're not willing to do that, then you need to go somewhere else. So the key question is, when I interview someone is, what are you willing to do? Yeah. And, and if they, if the right answer, then we move forward. If the wrong answer, they need to go somewhere else. And they might even need to get out of real estate. No kidding. Um, I ask the same question all the time. Like, first off, I'll ask people what they want. I'll ask them why they want it. And then I'll be like, now, what are you going to do in order to achieve that? And the only answer that is acceptable to me is whatever it takes. Right. I love it. I love it. That's absolutely the right, right answer. Anything short of that, like, I'm not willing to do this. I'm not willing to do that. Well, then you're not all in. And this to be on this team, you need to be all in because we are going after it and i don't need that toxic i don't need that toxic um um attitude around my agents because you know because because you you can be influenced heavily by a negative person by even an average person a person that just wants a close i don't want i don't want those people on my team nope oh man um frank i don't want your phone to die so i think um Anybody in the Chicago market, if you're looking to learn real estate, man, obviously Frank Montro is somebody to reach out to. Frank, what's the best way for them to get in touch, brother? Best way to read is to reach me on my cell phone, 708-307-0777, 708-307-0777. And the, be the best way is to text me because I'm using like I'm in meetings now or I'm in, you know, I'm, I'm in conversations or um, I might be uh, uh, doing some paperwork, I can respond a lot faster through a text than having to do a callback. Absolutely tremendous stuff. Um, if I were a young agent, I would definitely put Frank Montra on the list of people to talk to if I was 
working in the Chicago market. That um, would be wise. Uh, that would be very wise, brother. That would be very wise. Um, thank you again, Frank Montreux. I think you'll be a regular on this show as long as you want to be. Yeah, um, Thank you again for giving us a glimpse into your life and into your business. And to those of you out there chasing freedom, freedom is accomplished one action at a time. Take the phrase carpe diem, say fuck that shit, throw it out the window and say carpe secundo. Seize the second. Seize the second. Tell somebody you know that can help hold you accountable. And before you know it, you too will be living a life of freedom. Thank you for tuning in and we'll catch you on the next one.